0: Oh, Oh. Hello, welcome back to another the of the Oat Podcast. I'm your host, Abby. So I normally do a little bit of an intro prior to my guests being here. But um, and that's because I typically have had like a past with these guys. So like I've gone on dates with them. The guys that I have dated, they're not replying to me. (laughs) So if you're listening to this, please reply back. (laughs) Um, But you responded to like this Instagram post. um, And for the listeners, Tyler is with me. Um, and you yes. said you were willing to come on the podcast. So while we have not dated, I was like, I can't do really an intro here because we're just kind of like, I mean, would you call us friends or acquaintances?
1: I Yeah, both. <laughs> okay. I mean, I made sexual remarks to you at a gay bar in the basement one time.
0: And I was blacked out and didn't remember.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But you can't remember what I said back to
1: you. No, it. I don't think it was so much a said back more like a visual cue like like the
0: i gave you that look
1: yes which was even more surprising because okay. like i totally shot it off the hip thinking it was funny and, and then like, did you
0: like walk away or
1: no no like i i i wouldn't say I walked away like i was like <laughs> uh, do you want a cream pie tonight and you were just like yeah <laughs> like <laughs> really like
0: so, oh
1: yeah. Okay. Like, in a in a good way, not like the what yeah. The fuck, are you talking about? Yeah. But The uh, like, oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that's kind of that's kind of what happened. Yeah.
0: Okay, because I I was gonna get into this a little bit later, but now that we're here, we might as well just dive deep into it because I felt like you were giving me the cold shoulder that night, like because normally I okay, I feel like we're very similar in the fact that like I'm a very flirty person you're a very flirty person yes at least with me i'm assuming you're with like with everyone
1: yeah yeah i mean to a certain extent yeah i mean the people that i want to sleep with yes
0: okay i (laughs) I can't say the same. sometimes it just happens (laughs) it's like a big oops
1: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah
0: (laughs) but so it's like i feel like normally like if we're sitting next to each other we're just kind of like kind of a little bit flirty, would you agree? I know sometimes I suck at it.
1: No, I would agree. Yeah. I mean that seems right. Like
0: but I felt like you like weren't doing that.
1: I mean I was. Well
0: in the beginning of the night. I don't remember the cream pie joke.
1: Yeah that was a that was an after dark. That's uh that one that was pretty far into the night. That was right before you left. And
0: I had already had a booty yeah. call that night planned. So, yes. Yeah, well, it was like you were giving me the cold shoulder. I... Not that I like, okay, let's back up. <laughs> we'll get into this in a minute. Okay. I feel, I feel like okay. everyone knows where we're going with this. So, let's back up. So, we have known each other for probably like two years now, I would say.
1: Yes. And
0: yeah. through just talking about like you coming on the podcast, talking about you know just what we're gonna talk about, like what to prepare for, I found out that I am off limits to you,
1: yes, correct you and you so are
0: so just for the listeners, just a little bit of backstory. I'm just gonna be honest, <laughs> so a high school boyfriend who like I guess, like, I don't know what a definition of serious is. But, like, we never told each other we loved each other. We never had sex. It was, like, a very, in my opinion, juvenile relationship. It was high school. I was, like, 16. Well, I'm still friends with him. And this is who said that I'm <clears throat> off limits to you. Right? And did and I want just confirmation. Like, did he actually say, you can, I, you tell me what he said.
1: <laughs> From what I remember, it was something along the lines of, you please don't do that like that's the only one i wish you would not do that with okay and then after i knew that specifically
0: sleep with is that what i would
1: assume anything okay you know like uh, that was the uh no don't cross that bridge kind of like just just for me don't do that and then other mistakes and how
0: at what point did he tell you this like how long ago like right after we met and he probably was like no it was it
1: was that night it was that night yeah shut the fuck up. yeah because i told him i made that joke to you which i didn't i didn't i didn't know there was any sort of history there so i was like guess what i did he was like please for the love of god not that one like that's the only one okay which i'm I'm sorry by the way i I didn't do it but i'm sorry (laughs) i mean across that boundary at first i was
0: like oh like did he say that like at the beginning of the night and that's why you hit the cold shoulder but no it was after after i left with someone else
1: correct (laughs) correct which i don't remember you leaving but that
0: i think i just
1: dipped did the old irish goodbye yeah which
0: i don't normally do that but like i was like being like secretive i was like really Really? like i'm yeah
1: that's like that's the way to go
0: No. I'm the energizer bunny. I will stay there. I will be the last one there.
1: Oh, no. Once I'm like blacked out, it's like, no. No. Like I don't care who's there. I'm fucking getting in the super and I'm going home before I throw up on the floor. Like Oh, not me.
0: No, I don't throw up. I will just keep drinking. It gets worse. But like, I it's like, okay. And this is like (laughs) I don't do this all the time. (laughs) I feel like people are gonna get the wrong idea of like who i am as a person through like our conversation today but whatever this is a side of me i just like had the in- like i went into that whole day like thinking i want to have sex with someone <laughs> and so it's like i prepared for it like with shaving i cleaned my whole house like made sure everything was nice cleaned my bathroom up tidied up because i was like someone is coming like coming and someone's coming back here with
1: me hopefully both parties
0: (laughs) and so like not that like here's the thing not that i was like thinking that it would be you i did know you would be there though and i was like like it wasn't like totally off the table i would say
1: you're trying to say you secretly wanted to have sex with me that night it
0: it wasn't totally (laughs) off the table
1: (laughs) You didn't say yes, but you didn't say I was a backup, so I was somewhere in between, like the very last person you would call, and like the first person you would call.
0: Okay, there were a lot of guys there. There were, and out of all the guys there, I called someone else to come pick me up.
1: Wow, <laughs> that hurts. But deep down.
0: if if you may have been a little bit more flirty before I was blacked out, it maybe
1: yeah I felt really awkward that night. I don't know why it was I think it was like the the complications in the friend group that had happened over the last like six months made it very awkward to be there. Mm. So I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna get blackout drunk. so yeah,
0: and some of those complications I'm a part of, and I had no fucking idea until that night. Yes, a lot of things happened,
1: yeah, a lot of things so I was happened
0: like, bye, I'm leaving. I'm gonna yeah have sex with this booty call
1: in a very short amount of time too. like these aren't complications with normal friend groups that would take months to happen it was like weeks like days apart that things happened and it was just like this is uh this is shocking so yeah yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, i agree okay um is any of this shocking to you like finding this out
1: all of it yeah no yeah it's like i made comments that I would have sex with you or flirty comments in a certain mm-hmm. way. Um, I did not know that that was received well on the other end. And yeah.
0: Um, I So here's my thing. So this is a question that I did have for you. It was going to come later, but we're here now. So I struggle with like, I'm a very sexual person. And so... When I also find someone that likes to, like, joke about stuff, like, it's fun, it's flirty, and then you start thinking about it, obviously. Yes. But, like, I also struggle because I am someone that, like, does eventually, like, want a relationship, but I have found that if you lead with sex, it's really hard to get back to, like, having a guy, like, see you as someone that they would potentially date. So, like, I teeter on this line of, like, what where's the line of, like, how far I can go with someone because, like, I really don't – at the end of the day, I don't really want to, like, just sleep with someone. Like, so, there's a time and place for that, and sometimes it happens. You know, does this, does this make any sense? Yeah.
1: No, I mean, it makes total sense. You know, everybody at the end of the day has that American dream in the back of their mind, in my opinion. <laughs> like, the white picket fence to I wouldn't say garage, that's my dream, like, but – But you understand what I'm saying. Like most people want kids in a relationship and they want to be happily married, happily being the keyword there. Amen. So I think that comes from a a place of sexuality. Like most people don't just meet someone and they think, oh, yeah, I'm going to spend my life with them. Like, no, you don't know don't know until you try out people
0: say that happens but it's never happened to me
1: well exactly and those people i think they're crazy but that's just (laughs) my opinion but you don't know until you try out and try out is you know i mean
0: oh i'm not saying like i'm never having sex with someone but it's like and i don't know i struggle because too and then it's like well like people say like can you have sex on the first date and it's like people say with the right person you're never gonna fuck anything up so it's like yes and no like what i guess what do you think of that as a guy
1: the right person i don't think you know who the right person is until you understand all of the details behind that like i would never just go out and date someone without this is gonna sound incredibly shallow um (laughs) i don't i don't know how to say this without sounding like a complete fuck boy so i'm just gonna say it um i would never date someone without knowing that i have a sexual connection aka by having sex with them so
0: like take them out on a date or like be like yes no
1: i'm not saying like i just want you to come over and have sex with me i'm saying like i want to go on a date see if everything works out if it does like and we go to that next level like okay The dating aspect is great, but how is the sex? Like, is the sex good? But
0: having sex isn't going to mess up the potential of wanting to date them.
1: Not necessarily.
0: Unless it's like. Terrible. Post not clarity. And it's. Yeah. The clarity is that you don't like them. Yeah.
1: Like if you wake up and or get up afterwards and you're just like, wow, there are certain things you said tonight that just drive me nuts yeah like why would you want to stay with someone like that
0: have you ever had good sex with someone but after the post nut clarity not liked them
1: absolutely really absolutely. what do you think that
0: is because i'm absolutely. like it's like okay maybe you have sex with someone like they, you don't want to end up dating them or they don't want to date you and it's like but we had great sex last night and it's like was that just on me or like
1: no like i mean you can have sex with someone that's very very attractive i'm saying very attractive But they have a personality of a kidney bean. And you wake (laughs) up and you talk to them and you're like, wow, like we have nothing in common. Yeah. Like you just start asking questions and you ask them internally to yourself, like, what's important to you? And what do they see? And they're totally different. Like they're not even close to being the same thing. Okay. The sex was good, but okay, so like they're hot.
0: You had amazing sex. Yes. But that you can't speak with them like outside of the bedroom
1: you can't have any sort of emotional conversation they're completely out of touch with reality they just they have a certain lens that they see light life through that is just totally different to yours Mm -hmm. which is fine i there's many many types of personalities out there there's tons of people that see things differently than other people i'm not saying that's a problem i'm saying that being with someone and you have two clashing values and morals and lenses on life makes it very difficult.
0: Okay. Yeah. You I know? agree with that. I mean, I literally was just telling you before we started recording that I go on dates with guys all the time and I just like don't ever sleep with them or go on a second date because I hate them.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I hate you. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> i mean that's being dramatic <laughs> it's like, no I'm i like, get it yeah I'm like i was bored or like they just can't have a conversation and i know like a, a lot of like my friends like in relationships are like go on a second date they could have been shy and i'm just like for me i don't know that like being semi-shy is okay but like i don't know that i would want to be with like someone that's like deathly shy that they couldn't even open up to me when i can talk to a fucking wall
1: so listen i can attest to that because like i'm decently good looking you know yeah i'm not i would i would agree but
0: we have video now i don't know if like this clip will make it but um people will see you
1: right so i think i'm decently good looking i've gone on dates with women who are very, very far out of my league. Like okay. I talk to them, you know, they're because
0: you're funny. It, that's, yeah. that's that gets you points.
1: That's what it is, I guess. In um, <laughs> confidence. In confidence, yeah. Confidence is key. But you go on these dates and it's just uh they're perfect in every sort of way, and you're just you just can't match up. So
0: perfect as in looks wise.
1: Looks career personality i think is its own separate class that i think takes time to get to know
0: do you feel like the hotter the girl the less personality they have
1: no i i don't think that so <laughs> you, it took you me thought a it really i did like i had to think back and i'm like i have slept with some girls who have great personalities and don't yeah. have the greatest looks and i've also done the opposite of that you yeah. know great looks great personality they're phenomenal in bed they're fun they have goals they see a future but where does that end you know how do you how do you mesh that with yours so
0: i don't know what are you looking for tyler
1: (laughs) (laughs) when you say it like that uh no i mean again back to what i was saying earlier the the whole white picket fence house kids i don't necessarily want that yeah but i you know, I want nice shit. I want someone that I really like who I'm also attracted to because I think it's very hard to have a relationship with someone that you're not attracted to, even if their personality yeah. is great. If you're not attracted to them at the end of the day, it makes it incredibly difficult to come home and be happy. And right. 100%. That's percent You know.
0: Well, it keeps things spicy when you're attracted to them. Spicy. Like you think about them. You want to get home to them. You want to sleep with them.
1: Right. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, you know, I get done working with a bunch of sweaty guys around me. I think about, like, I want to go home and, you know, go to town on my lady friend. Like, <laughs> okay. you know, like, that's just, that's me. That's me. So, you
0: just said lady friend. You didn't, friend. you still, okay. So, well, are you saying here that you want a lady friend, which is just a friend, okay, someone that you can come home to? Or do you actually like want a relationship? Like and here's the thing, it's okay to like be very picky because I have been single for a very long time. I may want I don't want a white picket fence or anything like that. Like I don't even know if I technically would want to get married. Really? I don't think I would need that. But I still like want like a partner.
1: Yes. I mean I want a partner.
0: Where it's exclusive.
1: Where it is exclusive eventually, like okay. the the biggest problem is finding who I want.
0: Yeah, if it was easy, we wouldn't like. There's divorces are like fifty, like fifty percent of marriages end in
1: divorce, and there's no problem with that. Can you imagine you marry oh, someone and you're stuck with? Them yeah, forever I agree. Five years in, you're just. But
0: I feel like people sometimes settle, especially a lot in the Midwest. So I feel like that affects it. And people jump into marriages pretty quickly. It's like, I think you should date for like three years, personally. Even if you're older, who the fuck cares?
1: Yes, I would agree. There's actually a famous comedian that has a skit about that. Who? Uh, Ron White talks about how people in Iowa and Idaho were, you know, they made it that far on the Oregon Trail. And they were like, (laughs) I'm going to settle down here and marry this potato. And me and this potato are going to have more potatoes and abracadabra. You know, like, and that's, that does happen like settling uh, yes. is a big thing in
0: uh, indiana too
1: yes like but can you imagine imagine this you live in kindleville or bluffton indiana or something a small town i can barely live here <laughs> yeah yeah and we live in the second largest city in yeah. indiana and it's hard to find people to date because the yeah. dating pool has pee in it
0: i'm convinced my person doesn't live here
1: so when you say doesn't live here, are you saying everywhere else or a specific I don't know state or area. It's
0: like with my luck, my person probably is in a different state or country. Or yeah. Yeah. That's I'm yeah. really fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I better start traveling.
1: You should get a passport. I have one. <laughs> oh yeah, you're good then. Yeah. yeah. Just more vacation. Going
0: to Jamaica in February.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. a good start. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, back to how we know each other. Yes, Because, you know, after like 20 minutes, still haven't fully answered that for the listeners. So the first time I met you, which like this is going to get a little bit emo and then I'll bring it back up, I promise. Um, It was after like one of like your like closest like friends and family friends passed. And like I came over to like just kind of be there for one of our mutual friends.
1: Were you in the basement that night?
0: No, I was over okay. at our friend's apartment. It was like the day it happened that, okay. you're, that everyone found out. Yes. And like, so I, I have a confession about this, though. And this is going to sound so fucked up on my part, but I'm going to say it anyways. Like, hopefully it's a little bit relatable. Okay. So it's like, I was there as like support like I knew the person obviously but and like for like a while but like I was there more for support like everyone else that was there was like fucked up okay and I think like you were in like such a terrible headspace you like were sweating you stripped down to your underwear in front of me like we were sitting at the table together you just took off all of your clothes do you remember this (laughs)
1: I am trying to put it together.
0: <laughs> Do you not remember this at all? Was
1: I blacked out? Was I yeah, like just uh, Everyone was hammered? heavily
0: drinking, yeah. Oh
1: yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, I was I was fucked up after that. That was uh yeah. that was traumatic beyond words. Yeah. So that that person who had passed was essentially the big brother I didn't get because my own big brother has made some some choices I would not agree with so yeah me and him were closer I think mm-hmm. in with certain family. ways yeah yeah I mean mm-hmm. my mother dated his father at one point like oh, way I didn't know back that. in the 90s like we've have, we've have been friends since we were you know yay yes. high like I've known Damn. him by yeah circa. I knew
0: like yeah. I, I mean I didn't know before that but yes. like I could tell Um, so I was like, I really don't even know if like you remember like even like getting naked in front of me.
1: No, no. I mean
0: you kept your 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 undies, or I think maybe you put on basketball shorts or something.
1: You know that seems which doesn't hide anything. Very (laughs) realistic, you know, because (laughs) like I would just wear boxers all the time. I still do to this day. Like if I'm home alone. Yeah,
0: I was like, you just were so comfortable just getting complete like we're. It was just the two of us too. Like everyone was like out smoking or something you just like strip down and like this is when I realize you're a hairy man
1: yeah I'm fuzzy I'm very fuzzy and this
0: this is where the fucked up part comes in I enjoy a hairy man (laughs) so it's like I'm sitting there everyone's so sad and I'm like Jesus Christ you're
1: just like over there kind of moist like what the fuck is going on look away yeah yeah
0: that's where the confession part comes in i'm like there's no way no one knows this i've never told anyone this
1: (laughs) believe it or not i had no idea that's like yeah yeah okay I assumed yeah no nothing had no idea yeah that is that's a very fuzzy part of my life um all of it i mean that yeah The months before, because I know he had just gotten out of a relationship, Mm -hmm. moved into a very similar part of town that I was in. We were very close, so we'd hang out very often. We had the same interest in drinking and extracurricular, so we would drink quite often. Mm -hmm. Um, And then again, that happened, Mm -hmm. which made the rabbit hole deeper, so... You know, I drank a lot after that. So, no, that doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, it's surprising to hear that you like hairy men and that I am a hairy man. Why is that surprising? I mean, it's just, I don't know. A lot of girls growing up were like, Ew, you're so hairy. And then I,
0: there's nothing more than I hate like when a guy shaves their chest. Ugh. That's disgusting to me. Yes. (laughs) No offense for any guys that like to do that. Like, it's Okay, so I think, like, the reason why I like it so much, just aesthetically in general, is because, like, I can be a more masculine energy female, and um, I, since I have, like, so much masculine energy, I like a more masculine guy. And so, like, hair, broad shoulders, like, strong hands, like, those are, like, things that are not feminine at all. And so I think that's why I'm attracted to it.
1: Which makes sense. I get it. Yeah. A, a sense of safety, probably associated with that, maybe.
0: Um. I mean, probably. I guess a little bit.
1: I don't know. I'm not. A I just. Um. So.
0: I like to be out masculine, and it's like, um, it doesn't happen all the time. <laughs> Hence, why I hate everyone.
1: <laughs> no, that's very fair. Uh. Yeah. That's that's a new one. Um hey thanks by the way (laughs) you're welcome
0: (laughs) i know i'm like just disclosing everything also um we need to talk about are you single
1: oh Oh, good (laughs) because
0: i thought i knew this answer
1: and uh technically no emotionally i'm not sure how to respond so i i would say yes i i am in a situation ship (laughs) Ship <laughs> that I'm with someone that I've spent a lot of time with. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoy. However, there's not enough emotional or life challenge that I think would keep me in a relationship long term. Okay. So...
0: When you say life challenge, uh, can you describe what you mean by that?
1: Life challenge. Um, When you date someone that has a very... I don't want to say pushover personality because of the negative connotation attached with it but mm-hmm. just an agreeable personality yeah you know, whatever you do is fine everything's fine you know like you want to do this okay fine like mm-hmm. i'll do this like no i want someone that's going to be like hey has I want an opinion go, right right exactly like if i say i want to go drinking with the boys tonight and she turns around and says absolutely not like i want to watch movies and have copious amounts of sex like <laughs> Book them guys. Like, all right, I'm staying home. Like, we're okay. going to turn on Ace Ventura and get it on, you know? Like, yeah. That's, I want a part of that in my relationship, which I okay. don't think I really have. So.
0: And some guys want that, though.
1: The agreeableness? Yeah. Yes. But I.
0: I just want to say for anyone that's agreeable, some guys do want that. So it's like. Yes. Why wouldn't she want to be with someone that wants her to be that way? You know what I mean? Oh. I, there's this person that all of my friends and family want me to be with. I'm just platonic friends with this guy. And I'm like, and they're like asking me like, why don't you like him back? And I'm like, one of the main reasons is it's like, he's so nice to me. And I, I, that sounds so bad. But like, if I say, Hey, go do this. Hey, do that. Can we do this? Can we do that? He just no problem does it. And I'm like, I want someone to have thoughts, opinions, someone again out masculine me tell me what to do sometimes because otherwise i'll walk over you all day long
1: exactly and that gets so old i agree with that so quick yeah like it's
0: it's annoying
1: it is it's <laughs> it's annoying it's and it's annoying. okay
0: in a friendship like because yes. I, I i don't boss them around right you know because it's not like that
1: but I like a little bit of crazy and I know that sounds terrible, but no, like, yeah. I, I like I a agree. little bit of crazy. Yeah. Like I think everyone does, right? You know, you get mad and you threw a plate at me. Oh. Like,
0: that's, that's toxic.
1: Okay. It is a little toxic, but it's kinda hot at the same time. Like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> You're like fuck me now. You yeah. Crazy like bitch. you just try to beat the shit out of me. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's go to town. Like I <sighs> i don't know but see i don't feel that way all the time just sometimes and it depends on the person it changes person to person so mm-hmm. and i think a lot of that has to do with their person with their personality like it just you don't know what you want that's a better way of saying it yeah that's probably a better way of saying it i don't know what i want yeah
0: so you're not single but single
1: yeah. too. yeah yeah
0: okay that's a good way of saying so it. hypothetically
1: hypothetically
0: yeah. um let's say you go out to a bar tonight okay you see someone that makes it very clear to you that they want to sleep with you with good conscience can you go and take them home and have sex with them
1: absolutely not no okay no i mean no there there's no way i could in good conscience go home Would you and do that
0: still and just feel bad about it um
1: at this point in my life, in the age that I'm at now, no. Five years okay. ago would I? Absolutely. You know, but I was okay. also a piece of shit back then. So, yeah. um, I've grown up quite a bit. But no, like, if, if that happened, I would probably not engage in any sort of cheating activities until I had a conversation with the other party and said, hey, you yeah. know, like, I don't think this is working out. Like, let's just call it quits. Right. You know,
0: I'm very surprised. Like when you told me that you have a situationship, which that's not how you described it. I'm describing it that way. Okay. I was shocked. Really? No clue. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Are um... you
0: shocked that I'm shocked because you shouldn't be shocked?
1: No, not really. <laughs> I'm I'm a very private person anymore. Um, I had a very odd relationship for like five and a half years over the course of We were together, like, five, five and a half years, but it was over the course of, like, seven years. And
0: Oh, okay.
1: Very active on social media. Like, everybody kind of knew what was happening. Mm. And after that, I made sure, like, I don't want that again. Like, my relationship, I want it to be private, not I just mean, like,
0: we've been, like, to parties and stuff, and, like, normally, like, people bring their partner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I totally get where you're coming from. I see that.
0: Like, I don't think... You have to, like, post on social media by any means. You would think, like, if you are, like, you're not a huge, like, you do stories, but you're not a big, like, feed poster,
1: right? Not anymore, unless it's something significant, like. Okay. If I'm like am a If, if sure. a guy
0: isn't a big poster in general, I don't fucking care if they post me or not. But if they're posting all the time and I'm, like, in a serious relationship with them, I'm like, why am I not on there?
1: Right. You know, right.
0: like, that's, like, kind of, like, where I would be at. Like, I don't need it. It's like, I'm not like, I'm, I'm not going to get upset that you didn't wish me happy birthday on your feed.
1: Yes. That's, I mean, I would assume I would be in that kind of group where I would not do that. Yeah. Now, if I'm totally in love with someone and I see myself spending the rest of my life with them and I'm possibly getting to the point where I could be engaged. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You know, but on like a random Tuesday, <laughs> the, like, no, the first not. time
0: you poster is on your wedding day. <laughs>
1: Ta-da. Surprise. I'm married.
0: No one knows.
1: That would be shocking.
0: He, like, he just invite people over for a party and you like, this is my wedding.
1: There would everyone be, meet her. There would be a significant amount of people that would be like, what the fuck is going on? Like they would have no I idea. I think it'd be funny though. It would be funny. It would probably jokes honestly, on everyone. Probably be kind of good for a relationship to like not necessarily most
0: women would never do that.
1: Yes. Yes, I would agree. Which <laughs> again that goes back to the agreeableness. You mm-hmm. know, I told her up front, like I'm a very private person, especially with everything that I'm doing right now, finishing school, yeah. the job that I work at and the stuff that I do, like...
0: So, like we can't make this Facebook official? Is that what you said?
1: No, no, I didn't say anything like that. Like okay. I'm I'm sure there's like there's traces of it. Like if you look Does deep she enough... call
0: you her boyfriend?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: But you don't? call her your girlfriend?
1: No, I mean I would say that we're to the point where we've been together long enough that I would say that she is. Yeah, absolutely. So you're not But single. so
0: this is your girlfriend.
1: Right. This is the difficulty of it. This <laughs> is the difficulty of it. And I'm going to say this and I don't know how and the way we mesh together, it goes great. Everything is great. The sex is great, the relationship is great, but the challenge is not there.
0: Okay. No, I that makes sense. So I think a lot of people We'll find someone like this where things are fine exactly where you're at. We'll feel like potentially this isn't going to work out long term and stay with them and then marry them and then most likely probably get divorced.
1: Settling. Yeah. That is settling. That's textbook settling. Exactly. Like this is easy. Everything's fine. I'm just going to marry this potato Mm -hmm. and we're going to have potatoes it got to a certain point it was like this you just know once you reach a certain point you just know like for you it's the first
0: day i you know (laughs) the second i know that i don't like someone i'm like i gotta there's no going back i have to cut this off and right part of it is like i can't like i'm really bad at like faking things like you would have to text them like they're going to realize if if I'm being a bitch and like not doing it, like they're gonna realize. Anyways. Yes. Because I'll stop texting you. Because I'm I hate texting. So it's like if I'm texting you, it's because I'm like, I realize like I I have to care about the person.
1: So what you said earlier about putting that on the other person is that you subconsciously doing that to the guy by acting that way.
0: Uh what do you uh putting what on the other person? Sorry, like, I'm not following.
1: When a guy starts to act toxic towards a relationship so she will break up with him, is that you doing the same thing just in your own way?
0: No, I won't do that. Like, That's what I'm saying. If I won't, I will I, – I cut it off right away. Okay. Because I, because I know myself and I won't be able to hide it.
1: So you'll do the dumping. You'll be the dumper.
0: Yeah. I mean, if I'm not into them.
1: Okay. That's surprising.
0: What do you think? I'm that's, just going to keep dating I, someone? No,
1: it's just surprising. <laughs> like, I don't know. Most relationships end with a girl being like, yeah, I don't want to do this. But guys that in the relationship, like that's extremely less common in my opinion. So like it oh, makes sense. It I've makes had sense. a
0: boyfriend say I should have broken up with you. No, he didn't say it that way. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, this probably should have ended six months ago is what he said. <laughs> I'm like, six months ago. I sat you down and was like, Hey, I know we're not there yet, but do you see this going long-term? Where, where's your head at? Or like essentially saying like, do you see this going long-term or do you think we should break up? And he said, I could see you being the mother to my future kids. And then continued to date me for six months.
1: (laughs) It was all a lie. (laughs) that right there like the mother to my future children i don't know why but that seems like a huge red flag like that just scares me we
0: were in a serious relationship
1: like how, what is serious to you how long was it
0: uh, at that point it was a year that's so i did a year? check-in
1: i'm in like a year and a half situationship right now and it's not we were in a serious. situationship though so like you guys we're, we were full committed blown. like yeah. you my and first him. love oh, okay all right
0: yeah we loved okay. each other
1: young love yeah okay
0: at some point i think he did love me back but not enough clearly
1: (laughs) not enough
0: (laughs) and actually i have to say (laughs) he didn't it wasn't like he sat me down and was like listen i know what i I know i said all of those things and said i wanted to marry you but i don't actually want to do that he wasn't doing that it was like me bringing up conversations like hey i just want to check in because of x y and z and then he opened it up
1: good for him though i mean yeah i mean i'm glad he didn't continue to lie (laughs) lie is a strong word he was tactful about what he was doing
0: no it wasn't like he had just met my grandparents
1: like Oh, yeah, maybe he fucked up maybe he a could little have bit. Done that maybe.
0: before. He
1: probably should have, could have, but still, yeah. Like he did what he had to do at the end of the day.
0: Oh, I mean, I'm not mad at him. I, I'm just joking. I mean, it's all, it's funny to me at this point.
1: That's fair. like Okay, it's just trauma. Drama. <laughs> trauma. Oh, trauma. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that that makes sense. No, I get it. Okay.
0: So given like our like situation where like you were told that I'm off limits to you. Yes. I was kind of thinking about this and because I had a suspicion and like the I'm so glad you told me because I actually just recently found out that a similar conversation was had with another person. And it's, it's just kind of like, it's a little bit like frustrating for me personally because it's like, I have made it very clear that it's a platonic situation. So there's that. But then on top of it, it's, like, I want someone to, like, a friend of mine to trust me that, like, who I'm either, A, picking to, like, potentially sleep with or go on a date with, that I'm smart enough to make those decisions. So did you feel, like, do you feel like it's insulting?
1: When you say insulting, do I feel like it's insulting to go against those wishes from the other party?
0: That the other party would not want you to go anywhere near me.
1: No, I mean, in certain situations, like as selfish as this sounds, because that's really the best way to put it. Like, if I saw one of my friends getting close to one of my exes, especially someone I care deeply about, I'd be like, guy, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Don't Mm -hmm. fuck my ex. Like, come on.
0: Okay. Like even a high school girlfriend?
1: No, I, I don't think uh, I don't know. That's tough. Yeah. My I first know. serious relationship started in high school. And I also
0: so... like and maybe I'm wrong, like I under like I understand a little bit. I do, but I don't think like you're a best friend. Like I would never like your brother. I would never, I, I mean, he's not available, but, like, I would never go there because that's a best friend to this person.
1: Right. Right. Which.
0: Like, do you feel like you're that close with him or no?
1: Yeah. I would say to a certain extent. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like, he's.
0: So, maybe I just, like, didn't know it, or realize.
1: It could be, you know. He is similar to what N.W. was. Yeah. Um, like. On Your the, friend that passed. Right. The other side of things. Like. Okay. You know.
0: Okay. That makes me feel a little bit. You know, know. because
1: he, the one who had passed away, was extremely accomplished. And we had the same goals, dreams, visions, like that all aligned. Mm -hmm. And I think that my brother and this other person have similar dreams. You know, they want family. They're more family oriented. Yeah. Whereas I'm not. You know, my parents were divorced, so I don't really Mm -hmm. care about necessarily having kids right away or all of that eventually at, at some point however they have more of that from a foundational standpoint than i think i do
0: okay
1: which why i think aligns with him however me and him the other person are you know i would consider him my brother too you know if he called me at 3 30 and was like hey i have a flat tire oh yeah you know like yeah. I would, of course i would be there or i mean anything really
0: yeah if it was something he would do for either of us i think he would do that for a lot of people though
1: i would hope so yeah which
0: not trying to minimize, you
1: know, if you're seeing you guys, this God. and I ever have a flat tire <laughs> and you don't show up, like we're gonna have issues. We're gonna have <laughs> words, you know.
0: Okay, so I guess then, cause I okay, so like I feel like bro code is very loose with guys in my experience, yes. but I think the different like from what I've experienced with like guys in general is that the guy just has never actually specifically said don't try to go for her because I've had multiple like guys where it's like I was either like having a situationship with them and then one of their friends have tried to like sleep with me or like a full-blown relationship and then their friends still try to sleep with me and to me I don't think bro code exists but I feel maybe slightly different with this conversation.
1: So it definitely does, in my opinion. However, that was also the first time I was approached and was told directly, like, don't do this. Like, that was the first time it was taken to that point, which I don't know how much bro code that is compared to being selfish. Like, I think there's a mix of both there, you know, because I think you can selfishly think, like, I don't want this person to sleep with one of my exes. I mean, you would think that, like, if you were in a long-term relationship with someone and you saw that he got into a relationship right away, you would automatically probably not necessarily despise the other girl, but be like, you're fucking my ex. If it ended on bad terms and you had any sort of jealousy that was slated towards that relationship.
0: Oh, yeah, but that's, like, more your ego, but for sure. Jealousy, ego.
1: I think it's a mix of both. I think it can be that sort of way.
0: But 15 years later... I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's just where I'm at. I don't know.
1: See, that's tough. Like, and, and, I don't... and I'm sorry,
0: this is being recorded and putting you on the spot. You can tell me to fuck off right now. <laughs> no, like
1: I, I get it. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Usually when it comes to bro code, it's unspoken. You know, it doesn't have to be spoken because you just know based on the relationship and the history I don't know if it was the lack of history that I understood, which is why it was spoken, or yeah. if it was just, if it was something else entirely. I don't know if that was egotistical selfishness that came into that. I, I don't know. And that's, again, I don't want that to hold a negative connotation towards that person because they're wonderful. Yeah. However, I do see it going both ways, you know.
0: Yeah. I just, fe- okay, so from my per- from my perspective, and like, I totally respect everyone in the friend group if they like don't want to fuck me because of this person. That's fine. Like it's it is what it is. Like I just feel a little bit suffocated. Like there's a chokehold on me when like there will never be a relationship or a physical relationship. It's strictly friends, and it's like it's just tough because it's like like he, I feel like I'm I should be res- like my opinion should be respected. Which I've never talked to him like, hey, I want to fuck one of your friends. I've never said that to him. But I just feel like it's very implied amongst the group.
1: <laughs>
0: Strongly advised. <laughs>
1: I mean, to be fair, the night you thought I was giving you the cold shoulder and I didn't have any idea. You know, I just made a joke because it was funny and I was hammered drunk yeah. in the basement of a gay nightclub, which yeah. was amazing. Right. Um, I would have never picked up on that. so. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's just because I'm oblivious as a person. Or... I don't think I was making it obvious. No, it was definitely not obvious. No, no, not until I've never point.
0: made it obvious to you ever. No,
1: not at all. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a first. Yeah. Today was a first. I didn't know. A you lot liked.
0: of people say, I had no fucking idea. I'm like,
1: oh, really? <laughs> like,
0: uh... oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: that's a first. Okay. That's a first. I don't, I see, that's tough. I, I can't really answer that because I really don't know. To be fair, I don't really know what I'm answering either, but
0: I don't. I know. I was like, I uh, I almost just want to be like, if, but it's difficult because it's like, if I had tried to take you home, he hadn't said what he said until the end of the night. So I'm not gonna ask. You have a girlfriend, so I'm just gonna leave it there.
1: We can okay, all right. Leave the suspicion whether
0: you would have sex with me or not.
1: (laughs) Oh, Abby.
0: Um, Okay, so enough about us. (laughs) The premise of the podcast, like I was saying, is that I've been like interviewing people that I've like gone on dates with and like had like unfiltered conversations with them. Right. And so like I ask every single one of my guests if you would have an unfiltered conversation with and it can be like, let's say like someone that you've had a serious relationship with or maybe someone that like just has ghosted you. So you can go either way with it like what would you want to ask them
1: how they knew that the new person was their person and what i mean by that is i've had relationships that have ended not a mini but a couple and immediately afterwards they found a person and have gotten engaged married have kids mm-hmm. that sort of thing it's so how,
0: how do you how know how quickly
1: Within a year to three years, oh, of like a serious long-term relationship, like time. Yeah, like I mean, I'm not saying it's you know next week. You know, I would have my own suspicions at that point. But I mean, in a realistic timeline, like how did you know that was the right person? How did you actually know? Did you just guess? Did you settle? (laughs) Like, what is happening?
0: Okay, so i agree how does anyone know i struggle with that. i'm like how do you pick that person <laughs> like, forever that's a long time yeah but is this rooted in like why wasn't i that person or rooted in like literally just curiosity for your own like personal like interest because you could technically ask anyone that who's married
1: you can and i and i have you know, I've I've asked yeah. that question a lot because I I have no idea. I'm very curious. Yeah, I'm very curious. I think it's a little bit of my own personal need of confirmation that I wasn't good enough. But I think it's also, how the fuck did you actually know? Did you settle? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Right. How do you pick that person? Because I have tried, and you know, two three years in, they do something, and I'm just like, ugh, like. <laughs> God, I hate you now all of a sudden, you know, like it just it just happens. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't want to say it like it just happens like it's.
0: Have you ever been in love?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And
0: did that happen to you or did they break up with you?
1: Uh, believe were you just it compatible? or not, we were together for a while and she moved out of state for school. Mm. Um, so we ended things there. That yeah. was on her terms. You know, she wanted to do that which I wasn't upset with. We had a break for a while and then ended up getting back together for about three years. It was very serious. Like we had talked about moving in together, getting married, having kids, what we wanted in life. Like it was, it was solid. Yeah. Um, And I ended that one actually. That was my choice.
0: You started hating things that she was doing. No,
1: because I thought that I should be able to do more for her and in the position that I was in with my education and career, I would not be able to do that. So okay. I decided to do How things differently. I was 25 actually. Okay. I was like, I had been, I had a decent career. I had good goals, but I was unhappy with both my job and the way life was going. So to get around that, I thought that going back to school and changing my career path altogether to something I would yeah. enjoy more mm-hmm. would be the right thing to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I did. And it it definitely was. You didn't was. feel like
0: you could do that in the relationship with her?
1: Correct. Correct. Yes. Okay. I mean, the amount of time and effort I would have to put into school as well as work to be able to afford the so lifestyle. To set her free. Right. That's... Mm-hmm. in when I did that, she had a lot of disdain. There Mm -hmm. was a lot of negative feelings from her towards me about it. I'm sure. Um, And I don't think she fully understands why I did what I did.
0: She's probably wondering, which I'm like now speaking for her, but just like from, obviously I don't, I don't even know who this person is, but like, she's probably thinking, why are you choosing this for me? Like I would ride it out with you. Like, if you guys were that in love, like, I'll ride it out with you, hustle with you until you're ready, like, to be ready for, like, a serious
1: commitment. Right. And she totally was. Like, she yeah. she had mentioned that. Yeah. Before this all happened, um, it just.
0: So, you were making the decision for her at the end of the day. but right. I I'm not disagreeing with you. Like, if you weren't, like, if you didn't have the capacity for that, like, then good for you for admitting that.
1: Yeah. And. I would be the first one to tell her that, you know, and I was because I, there was no way realistically I could do what I had to do for school to get the mm-hmm. career that I have and stay in a healthy relationship. The amount of effort that school alone took for me yeah. was just, I mean, it's, it's almost unfathomable until right. you do it. Right. You know, um, there was well, no and way. working and working, you know, I was working full time. Mm-hmm. I was going to school part-time or full-time you know after we got out of the relationship it was full-time there was no way I could have any sort of healthy healthy relationship while also moving forward in life like it wasn't going to be a we're going to move in get a house like I couldn't afford to do all of that at the same time so I didn't think it was right like it it just wasn't it's not right to hold someone else back for your own dreams and wants if you don't have to and I think she disagreed that yeah emotions and love come into play there and that's when you decide well it's for better for worse kind of like marriage but you know, it, it just didn't seem fair.
0: I can see both sides, but I have definitely like heard which I guess let me know your thoughts are on this that this is so fucked up that guys never really like okay everyone like thinks like they'll find the one like and you'll just know but Like, the theory is that guys never really find what they would consider the one, the person that they choose to marry and settle down with is just coincidentally the person that they're with when they feel like they're in the right place in life. Does that make sense? It
1: makes sense, but I I don't know how to answer it because I don't know which – like, yep, you're not I'm, there yet exactly like <laughs> i'm struggling with that right now like yeah. I'm, I'm in this situationship so your next girlfriend
0: now that you have a job you've graduated school if you marry them
1: like did i <laughs> you're just you're gonna
0: come back on the podcast and we're gonna
1: talk about it <laughs> right but did i just settle
0: like, i don't know was
1: it the first person i met out of school
0: I, I don't know if it's like this thing in their brain clicks, like guys in general. I have no idea. Because,
1: see, here's the opposite. Or, like, side. if all
0: of their friends are settling down, then they're like, oh, I better settle down now, too. You know, like right. stuff like that. And it, I don't know.
1: I see. I don't know either because
0: I've never asked anyone this, to be honest with you.
1: I, yeah, I don't know how to answer it because I don't know because I've never gone through it. But I feel like if if I had to make an educated guess, that is going to be closer to settling for someone than just finding the person that you love. Like, I found my person much younger, and we're not together now, which mm-hmm. is totally fine. Yeah. You know, and... I,
0: Are they in a relationship?
1: Yes. I don't know how to use this without... Okay. So, yes. She is dating someone else. Um, she moved back from school, and things were good for her. Like four or five months and the expectations that she had set, she set expectations. So that was that was different.
0: Yeah, I think that's good
1: because it was long distance.
0: Expectations are needed in a relationship.
1: They are. They are. Which, mind you, I was working full time in a management role at the company I was at. Um, I was going to school part time on top of it. And she expected me to see she expected to see me every day and we didn't live together. Mm. And that was, I don't want to say more than what I think she should have asked for, but I think it was hard to do.
0: Unless you live together, that's very unrealistic.
1: That's what I thought. Yeah. And I think that comes down to her age a little bit since she was younger than me. Okay. Um, so we did that for a while. Things weren't working And you were out. seeing her every day? No, oh. I was not. Okay. I was not. Um. I was not, no. The reason why is because it it was just unrealistic. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I I couldn't go to school. I couldn't go to engineering school part-time, work full-time, and see her every day. I mean, Well, that
0: makes more sense, like, why you wouldn't want to continue that relationship.
1: Yeah. I mean, the person I was with was wonderful. And, you know, I still have feelings towards her in a kind of neutral sense now. Yeah, um, you know, like, like you
0: still want them to be like well, right? Do you have love for them?
1: Of course, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they were a huge part of my life. For if
0: she came back to you tomorrow, would you get back with her?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I that's tough. Um, yeah. I've really never thought about it like that. And the the reason being is that she. She moved home. We had our issues after four or five months, and I called it quits. Um, After that, about two weeks went by. We didn't talk at all. She called me crying. We ended up getting back together, and I said, let's try this for a month and see if we can work on the things that you have set aside that you say you need. So we tried working on things, and about three and a half weeks into it, she was like, yeah, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. That was it. Just, again... She was done.
0: So it was your idea first.
1: Yes. I was done first.
0: Because you had reservations about everything that was about to happen. Correct. Not her, just life.
1: Life. Yes.
0: Then you said, let's try it for a month. And then within that month, she said, no, I'm good.
1: Yeah. 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 And I mean, I was trying very, very hard. It wasn't like I was putting in minimal effort. It was like. I'm doing calculus until two in the morning. The same night it was assigned, so the next day I can go over to her house. Oh, that's at, so.
0: That's commitment.
1: Like, yeah. Like yeah. there was there was effort. A, there was effort. <laughs> the capital there. E. Right, and I don't think she saw or understood what it what it takes. You know, mm-hmm. which I don't know how many of your viewers are engineers or anything like that, but engineering school is is. Rough. I don't know either. Technically, it's well. <laughs> yeah i mean there you go that's a poll for this episode you can put a poll up if you want um it's tough like it's extremely tough they they give you assignments that take hours and when i say hours i don't mean like two or three i mean like i've had certain projects that i've worked on for 14 to 15 hours to get done for the next class two days later so right
0: i don't i mean i would say like i guess just not just engineers like I get like what you're saying here like yes. that makes a lot of sense but it's like at the same time too you can just have a job yes. and even like putting time and commitment into the job and also like trying to meet expectations can be a lot and I think it does say a lot that like you would be like I am planning out in advance that I need to get x y and z done so that way I can give her attention
1: right and and again, that's just my personal experience. So that's why I relate it to engineering school. But I would agree. It could be mm-hmm. any college major that is yeah. you know heavy course course loads and you have classwork, you have a job, mm-hmm. you know, which mind you, I wasn't I wasn't working fast food. I was a
0: parent that you, know, you have to take care of,
1: anything. Right. It it could be any number of objections or things you have to do. Right. You know, I was in my situation, I was trying to run a lending department working for the AVP of lending. I was going to school for engineering. I was trying to have this relationship and I was trying to do it all at the same time. Yeah. And after, you know, about five months of doing that, that's when I originally said, Look, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I am driving myself crazy, trying to meet these expectations that you have left for me, the ones I have for school and the ones that I have to do for my career. Right. I, I can't do that. So that's when all of this unfolded we split for a while got back together within two weeks tried it she was like nope i'm done i'm good i was like okay well that's heartbreaking you know because i was working my ass off Mm -hmm. trying to make everything work like i was doing everything i possibly could no i don't mean like half-assing things i mean i was really trying to do it it was just it wasn't feasible right you know um and I kind of knew what was going to happen, so it just disintegrated. That's what it was. Things were over, and a couple of months later, she was dating one of her coworkers at a mm. job that she had just gotten back from school. Just got she just got this job when she got back from school. So, um,
0: is she still with that guy?
1: Yeah, as far as I know, as far mm. as I know, and that I mean, this has been like two two and a half years ago now. I mean, yeah. it's, it's been a decent amount of time, you know. She she's blocked me on everything, so mm. I. Mm. You know, which...
0: So you can't stalk?
1: I mean, I don't think I really would stalk necessarily, but she told me ahead of time, like, she didn't want to see me because she wouldn't be able to heal or, like, move on, which I totally get, you
0: know? I mean, the people that I care about, I tend to typically remove them from social... Not Maybe not block them, but at least remove them.
1: Yeah, which... It's very odd because I had a very good relationship with her family, and I I still do. Her younger brother is very into cars. I love cars.
0: Yeah, so there's, like, a loss there, too. Well,
1: I mean, I still see her family. like Still to this day? Yeah, like, me and her younger brother, he's coming over later tonight to see this new desk that I bought because he needs a new desk for his computer and all of this, and I have my own. And that's not weird? I thought it was at first. She said, you know, don't contact my family. And he was like, dude, it's not weird. You know, I talked to my family yeah. like her mom texted me the other day, like within the last week about this desk <laughs> that like it's just,
0: you know, that she fucked up when the parents still like, you.
1: <laughs> and I I don't know, you know, like her dad still talks to me. They still ask me yeah. questions about lending. They still ask me car questions, you know, which he's he's a huge which BMW I think that guy
0: says a lot about you as a person that they genuinely still like like you
1: i would hope so you know like i i tend to think of myself as a pretty nice guy to people who know me yeah people who don't know me very well probably think i'm a complete asshole and a fuckboy boy <laughs> because those are that's kind of my self-defense you know in a certain way
0: yeah i and like that is like something i wanted to talk to you about like i feel like you come off initially kind of like as like a player like fuck boy but like the, the more, which, like, I don't know you really well, but, I mean, we've hung out at various times, like, in group settings. But there's, like, little snippets, like, and I, I'm not even sure, like, I could probably think of it if you, like, really wanted to know, but, like, like little snippets of, like, things I'm, like, oh, like, maybe he, like, is a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I was actually trolling you so hard one night and I, like, made a comment about girls or something or other and, like, you didn't get ups- like really upset but like you made like a comment you were like I'm actually like a good guy. And I was like, "Oh, I offended him I think." <laughs> I guess yeah. I took it too far. There's and then I just got that little glimpse of you were like, "Oh, like that's what she thinks of me." Like, fucking it. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not like that. <laughs>
1: I I would completely agree with that. There's a heart of gold that's just covered in mud. You know, like I don't know what else to say it. You know? Yeah, you get underneath you and get you get shovel. far enough, you know, you, you wipe it off a little bit, the spit shine, and you're like, oh my God, like this is beautiful. Like that's beautiful. that's the kind of person I am. But to the average person, I don't I don't show that at all because yeah. you know, I can't, especially in the industry that I work in now, like you you have to be you have to have that killer instinct. You have to have that killer attitude of I want this done the way that I fucking say because I did it. You know, like yeah. I did the calculations. This is how it has to be. You're going to give me this shit and you're going to do it now because I need it. I work in a production environment. I work in Yeah. just that's just how my life is set up now.
0: But I also think that like guys in general just like don't open up about like their heart of gold.
1: I would agree. I would agree.
0: And I like so I kind of, like, have this, like, tangent or theory that I've kind of, like, been, like, going off on. It's, like, I think, like, having a platonic girlfriend in general for men is really important because, like, that's where they can open up because women, not all women, but like, women love talking about it. And, like, guys have been coming on my podcast and, like, saying, like, I've never told anyone this. And it's, like, what? Like, I don't shut the fuck up, Okay like last night i was with one of my girlfriends like three hours like just at her apartment literally talking about our feelings like i couldn't imagine that
1: yeah guys don't don't do that no for the most part no for the for the most part like i have really really good friends that i've met through you know work and school that i spend a lot of time with yeah um one of my best friends would basically i don't know how to say this at one point i got no wi for doing some stupid shit and he would drive me to school every day like he would come over we would do we had all the same classes the exact same classes we're in the same program he would come over he would come get me we'd do homework we'd be together every day for like a solid six months like both semesters were like that because of the way that it fell and after that you know we still had all the same classes like he would come over we would work on homework in my apartment we would do things together and like one of my best friends and we would talk about those things okay but any of my other friends
0: or about emotions
1: both like but emotions emotions like we would do schoolwork, but he would talk about his long-term relationship that he's in you know he's finishing school next semester he's planning on getting engaged with his long-term girlfriend hopefully Um, she
0: doesn't hear this
1: No, I mean she's great. I I really hope nothing but the best for them. They're wonderful people. He's wonderful. He's got a heart of gold. She's phenomenal. Right. Um. But it took
0: you like 27 years to find someone to talk about your emotions with. Yes. Specifically in a guy friendship.
1: Yes. And I think I think a lot of that is because my dad is like Mm -hmm. I'm cold and calculated. Even when I took that Myers Briggs test for school and had to talk to like, well I'm sorry, not for school for work and talk to a shrink for work like. It tells me that I'm sociopathic and narcissistic and I have no feelings. Like, and that's that's a professional test. So my dad is even worse than that. So I never talk to my dad about those things yeah. ever. Which I don't feel like that's uncommon. Which
0: I didn't either, which I think sorry not to interrupt you, but like no, I can talk to women because like I'll talk to my mom all day long. But I like until the st- I started talking like started talking on the podcast with guys, forcing myself to ask them these questions. I didn't know how to talk to guys either because that's how my dad is.
1: Right. Right. Like, it, what do
0: you talk about?
1: There's a stigma. Nothing. There's a stigma. You know, all guys, yeah. you fucking.
0: Can't cry.
1: Can't cry. You smoke cowboy killers. You do your work. and You go home at yeah. the end of the day to your wife and kids. Like right. that rough, tough, gruff attitude. That.
0: Now that you've been talking about your emotions with a friend, how do you feel? Do you like it?
1: It doesn't bother me. I don't think necessarily all guys would see it that way. Yeah. You no, know, I'm not saying I'm different by any means, but...
0: No, it, yeah. Everyone's it, different.
1: It doesn't bother me at all. Like, I can talk about my emotions with anyone that I'm semi-comfortable around because I'm also an extrovert, so I, yeah. I share a lot of those things anyways. Well, is
0: it one of those things where it's like... Because, like, I feel this way. Like, where it's like... With, with, with women, it's just completely ignore this. But, like, with guys specifically, it's like, I'm an open book... I'm just not going to open it for you. Yes. If you ask me a question, I will answer it honestly.
1: Yes. Absolutely. But
0: people guys specifically don't ask. No. They so don't. then they then they don't know
1: me. And most people don't ask guys this. No. No one asks guys, you know, which is that's why it's a huge thing right now about men's mental health Mm -hmm. that's why that's a huge up-and-coming thing is because people don't ask how their friends are feeling you know ask your homies how they feel you know you never know what's going to happen and there's situations firsthand that i've been a part of where it's like i wish i would have asked because the outcome was traumatic and Mm -hmm. someone is no longer here because you didn't ask how they felt right you know i'm not saying it necessarily comes down to just that but That little, hey, you know, like, do you need anything, man? Like, you Mm want to go out and get a drink? Like, you want to go get dinner? Talk about some stuff? Like, that goes a long ways. Especially with guys. And I feel like a lot of guys are uncomfortable doing that because that soft side can sometimes be misrepresented. It's
0: viewed as, like, a feminine trait, I think, across the board with, like, women and men. But I truly feel like if some, like, a, a man specifically can open up to a woman, Like, I'm not saying, like, cry on on their shoulder every day, but, like, open up about emotions. Like, here's, like, what I've gone through in life. Here's my triggers. Here's this. Or, like, I've just had a really fucking terrible day, and this is why. Like, I think that's very masculine to have, like, the confidence to, to, like, do, like, not the norm.
1: Right. And I would totally agree with that, you know? I mean, I could – I'm sure I could bottle all of my emotions up and not tell anyone and then – you know, I could go to the gas station and try to buy a candy bar that they don't have and blow a gasket and yeah. I'd end up on YouTube or something as yeah. one of those people that are fucking you shouting shout at everybody yeah, yeah, for a Snickers bar that they yeah. don't have, you know, like.
0: Like the iced teeth thing. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> like, why would I want to be one of those people? Why would I want to hold all of that extra stress? I have yeah. enough stress about a thousand other things that I yes. don't want to think about my emotions mm-hmm. at all. Like, yes, I don't necessarily want to make them the forefront of what I'm doing, but at the same time. I want to be able to have those conversations, set them aside, and walk away, and yeah. you know, clean my hands of it. So,
0: I mean, for me specifically, like I like to get it out of my body. So it's like whether like all like I have like really amazing like friends who just I'm like, hey, I'm having a day. I'm gonna vo- send you a voice memo and tell you I'm crying right now, <laughs> and then I feel a little bit better afterwards.
1: So, I get it. That's yeah. good though. It's yeah. good that you can do that.
0: Yeah, I- I'm. I'm. I'm emo, so
1: there's I mean, you know, we all listened to Ocean Avenue when we were fifteen <laughs> years old. So um, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> That's so funny. I just listened to that song the other day, actually. Um, okay, anyways, regardless. Mm-hmm. No, it's good that you can do that. And yeah. I'm glad that there's no stigma attached to you mm-hmm. being able to do that. I yeah. think it's I think it's it terrible. took a long
0: time for me to get there though.
1: Which again, I think that comes down to what trauma you have yeah. and have experienced. So. I thought
0: people didn't like I could would handle it on my own and like it's no one's business. I didn't need to like share it with anyone. I thought that was strength and I was like You you're fucked up. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It which it is. It's it's strength to hold on to something, but it's even more to let go of it. Mm-hmm. And let's you're opening up to someone to see your vulnerability. Well, keeping it
0: inside it just keeps boiling and adding like layers upon layers of like anger and hate or whatever the situation is grief like resentment like you name it and it's like if you just get it out like i I find like more peace afterwards
1: yeah i would agree so you have layers like an onion
0: i i'm very complex
1: (laughs) okay y'all as
0: always i talked with tyler for way too long so I am going to split this up into two parts. Classic. Be sure to tune in next week. Um, in the second part, we will talk about, um, we'll do like a little mansplaining session where I tell him grievances of things that men have done to me <laughs> and he explain it, explains it from like the man point of view. In addition to that, we do like the this or that like always, and then he does a very hilarious Ope story um, that may include butt stuff. So definitely tune in next week to hear the rest of the episode with Tyler. Uh, In the meantime, follow me at Abby McCarville and make sure to follow the podcast at The Ope Pod.
1: Oh!